97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. It seems like everyone I talk to is taking advantage of low mortgage rates these days, and for good reason. Rates are near the lowest they've been in decades, and our friends at DuPage Credit Union want to help you make the most of this market. So whether you're a first-time home buyer, you're looking to refinance, or you want to renovate your home, DuPage Credit Union's award-winning team will be there every step of the way, from application to closing. Plus, home buyers can qualify for $300 off their first month's mortgage payment by completing a free home loan consultation. Take advantage of DuPage Credit Union's low rates today. To schedule a free consultation or to apply, call 800-323-2611 or visit DuPageCU.com. That's DuPageCU.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 445096. By member's choice, this financial institution is not federally insured. Member's deposits are privately insured up to $250,000 per account through American Share Insurance. DuPage Credit Union. Banking Inspired. One of the most magical things about music is that it can truly unify us by invoking a collective feeling that we otherwise find hard to express. It's true of all great art. When you look at the Mona Lisa by da Vinci, you're experiencing timelessness, something essential about humanity in her eyes, captured in a few strokes of paint. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. For people in the Western world, access to art and music has always come with the territory, something that can easily be taken for granted. But for people living behind the Iron Curtain in the decades leading up to the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989, art and music was something forbidden, something that could even get you or someone you loved killed. But all that changed, of course, when the wall came down in 1989. It was a momentous global event that was celebrated around the world because of what it represented. The emergence of freedom, a change from darkness to light for the people who were retained by that wall and the possibility of a brighter future. A few months after the wall came crashing down in Berlin, the Scorpions released a song that was so powerful in its message of hope, both for their fellow Germans and for people struggling under oppression the world over. Wind of Change put the feeling of the end of the Cold War to song. And it became one of the best-selling singles of all time, with over 14 million copies sold worldwide since its release on the Scorpions' 11th studio album, Crazy World, in 1990. Before I trace back the origins of the song, I must mention that there is a pretty entertaining podcast called Wind of Change, which follows New Yorker journalist Patrick Keefe's investigation into wild rumors that the CIA wrote the song as a form of propaganda for the Scorpions to record and release at the height of economic reform, or perestroika, that was promoted by Mikhail Gorbachev, who was then the general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. 
Perestroika implemented Gorbachev's glasnost policy, or policy of openness, allowing more liberal economics into government. And this helped bring about the end of the Eastern Bloc and the end of the Cold War between the Soviet Union, their allies, and the United States. Filled with intrigue, conspiracy theories, and wild allegations, and interviews with former operatives with varying degrees of credibility, the Wind of Change podcast was so popular upon its release in 2020 that Hulu bought the rights for a televised series. Klaus Meine, Scorpion's frontman, has firmly debunked the notion investigated by Keefe in the podcast that the song was written by the CIA and denies completely, with a great deal of amusement, that his band were tools of any kind in a propaganda war leading up to the fall of the Berlin Wall. And it is pretty far-fetched as far as conspiracy theories go that a really successful German hard rock band with fans all over the world would be complicit in Western propaganda created to push the needle on toppling the wall and dissolving the Soviet Union. It was a juicy idea, but Mina has said in interviews since the podcast's release that while it's a fascinating story, and again, an entertaining one, it's just not true at all. Mina actually wrote Wind of Change after the Scorpions played a show at the Moscow Music Peace Festival in 1989. They were joined on the bill by Ozzy Osbourne, Motley Crue, and other Western hard rock bands along with Russian rock bands. And it was the first time that Western artists were allowed to play in Moscow. Mina, like the rest of the Scorpions, had grown up in the German city of Hanover, roughly 150 miles west of Berlin. And their entire lives had been marked by the raising of the Berlin Wall. The wall came to exist in the first place because after World War II, the city of Berlin was sectioned off into four zones of military occupation, with American, French, and British forces making up West Berlin and the Soviets taking East Berlin. Within that divide, West Berlin was aligned with the Federal Republic of Germany, and East Berlin was the capital of the Socialist German Democratic Republic. Construction of the wall, which separated East Berlin from the western portion of the city, began in 1961. The wall, made of concrete a little less than 12 feet high, was raised to protect civilians from Western fascism. But what it did was to create hardship and division between countrymen, families, and friends. Armed guards patrolled the wall and its death strip section, lined with beds of nails to keep people from climbing over it. Travel between East and West was forbidden or severely restricted and families couldn't visit one another. East Berlin had no access to pop culture, music, or any of the freedoms that symbolize Western civilization. Housing on the East side was subsidized and work was expected of everyone, male and female. They were under heavy surveillance and faced punishment if they rebelled or wanted to visit someone outside of East Berlin, or even if they dressed differently. People living on the west side of the wall referred to it as the wall of shame and rebelled completely against its reminder that just on the other side of that wall, fellow countrymen were living in a different world. Klaus Meine said in a Rolling Stone interview that he and the band were so lucky to have grown up in West Germany. Born in 1948, he came of age just as the wall was going up. 
and he shared that you really got the picture about what life was like on the east side through the one Eastern German TV channel that was broadcast to the entire country. It came in black and white and was a window for the rest of the country into a dark, controlled world. He said you could feel that Western Germans were just not welcome there with their Americanized access to jeans and Elvis Presley. Very tense on either side of the concrete wall. As the decades passed, rebellion grew. President John F. Kennedy made a speech overlooking the wall in 1963. And in the summer of 1987, David Bowie performed his song, Heroes, which was written in Berlin in view of the armed guards patrolling the wall in a concert on its west side, while thousands trapped on the east side gathered around to hear it and cheered. This performance was one of the touchstones of public sentiment about the wall. And after that, demonstrations in East Berlin became much more frequent. Finally, as the Soviet Union tumbled towards its end, the administration lost power to resist the revolutionaries. The wall came down on November 9, 1989. Just a few months before its collapse, in the summer of 1989, when the Scorpions played the Moscow Music Peace Festival, suffice it to say that change was indeed in the air. Mina said that during the concert, in the heart of the Soviet Union, all the Red Army soldiers started throwing their hats into the air as soon as the band took the stage. He said it was like you could see the world changing right in front of you. The Cold War would be over soon, and there was new hope. In the crowd before them in Moscow, and in their own divided Germany, as well as all across the world. This was particularly meaningful for the Scorpions. All had grown up in a post-World War II Germany, and Russia was one of the countries that had so divided their homeland. Witnessing all of this, and knowing the part that Germany played in World War II under Adolf Hitler, and the crimes against humanity that had been perpetrated during that war in Russia and elsewhere, to say that it was profound for the band to get the sense that real change was coming is an understatement. So, Klaus Meine began to write the lyrics for Wind of Change shortly after that concert in Moscow. The song starts with the distinctive whistling by Meine, which serves almost as its own hook for the song. And then he sings, Follow the Moskva down to Gorky Park, listening to the wind of change. An August summer night, soldiers passing by, listening to the wind of change. The world is closing in. Did you ever think that we could be so close, like brothers? The futures in the air can feel it everywhere, blowing with the wind of change. The Moskva is a river that runs through western Russia, akin to the Mississippi here in the United States. The city of Moscow is actually named after it, and it runs by Gorky Park in the city, a popular park for sightseeing with live music and amusement rides. Gorky Park was named after Maxim Gorky, a Russian political activist and writer with controversial views who was nominated five times for the Nobel Prize in Literature before his death in 1936. A few years before the wall came down, a film called Gorky Park was adapted from a best-selling book with the same title, a fictional thriller about an unsolved triple murder that took place in the park. And the Soviet detective, played by American actor William Hurt, who made it his quest to solve the crime. 
becoming aware of a high-level international political conspiracy as the story unravels. The American producers were denied access to filming the Russian scenes in Moscow by the authorities there. So they went to Helsinki in Finland and filmed the exterior shots there, since Helsinki shares some architectural characteristics with Moscow. That was in 1983, years before Klaus Meinev found himself sitting in that same park on an August summer night after playing the concert in Moscow, feeling that the world was changing. When he sings, Did you ever think that we could be so close like brothers? It drives home the fact that in the case of Germans living in Berlin, literal families were separated by a concrete wall and the politics that erected that wall. The song goes on with the sing-along chorus. Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night where the children of tomorrow dream away in the wind of change. I wonder how many lighters have been raised into the air at Scorpions concerts in the decades since this song has been released when the chorus comes up. And when the lighters gave away to putting phones up in the air. How many of those? The message of hope it contains reaches everyone. And it always will, long after the Berlin Wall came down, because we all dream of a magic moment when a better day will come. Every human on this planet does that. And the song continues. Walking down the street, distant memories are buried in the past forever. I follow the Moskva down to Gorky Park, listening to the wind of change. And this time the chorus changes a little bit. Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night where the children of tomorrow share their dreams with you and me. Klaus Minus sings, where the children of tomorrow share their dreams. An important thing to include in this particular song at the particular time when it came out. Because before the wall came down and the Soviet Union ceased to be the power that it was, there could be no sharing of dreams and ideas between those inside and outside the confines of the regime. And the original chorus repeats, Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night where the children of tomorrow dream away in the wind of change. And then the last verse, when he gives a shout-out to an instrument that Russian folk artists know very well, a verse of triumph. The wind of change blows straight into the face of time like a storm wind that will ring the freedom bell for peace of mind. Let your balalaika sing what my guitar wants to say. The moment that there were no more barriers between the people of East and West Berlin, music could ring again. More songs could be sung. When he sings, let your balalaika sing what my guitar wants to say, he's referencing a stringed instrument from the 18th century, kind of like a bigger lute. The balalaika is a central part of Russian folk music. With no more walls between them, artists could share their music and their sound with one another. From Western guitars to Russian balalaikas, a symbolic joining of like minds under newfound freedom. The chorus repeats and the song ends with that beautiful, clean guitar sound paired with Klaus Meine's whistle, a combination that is so powerful one of the most familiar whistles in all of rock music. And wouldn't you know it, the whistle that came to Klaus Meine as he was soaking in what was happening in Moscow, literally whistling the melody that would become Wind of Change because of the 
palpable feeling that change was indeed at hand. The record company didn't want the band to record that whistle on the song. Luckily, the band won that battle, and it has since, of course, become iconic. When the song was released in January of 1991, it topped the charts around the world, including going to number four in the U.S. The Scorpions were invited by Mikhail Gorbachev to meet with him after the wall fell to recognize the band and the song they created that served as a rally cry for the change that had finally come. The band performed it in 1999, at the 10th anniversary of the wall coming down, at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin, which has come to be a symbol of unity. Wind of Change is one of the most important songs to come out of the late 80s and early 90s, capturing the feeling when the world teetered toward a new dawn. It still brings hope when you listen to it today. And while no one was more entertained than Klaus Meine by the idea that the song was written at the insistence of the CIA to drive popular opinion toward the idea of freedom in the USSR, he has firmly put that conspiracy to rest. And I think he's summed it up very well in interviews. When asked about those rumors that the Scorpions were part of some grand global scheme with the song, he says simply, it just goes to show you how powerful music can be. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on this podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and watch the video episodes, and you can follow Behind the Song podcast on TikTok. On the way, episodes about the lyrics from more classic rock and roll. It seems like everyone I talk to is taking advantage of low mortgage rates these days, and for good reason. Rates are near the lowest they've been in decades, and our friends at DuPage Credit Union want to help you make the most of this market. So whether you're a first-time home buyer, you're looking to refinance, or you want to renovate your home, DuPage Credit Union's award-winning team will be there every step of the way, from application to closing. Plus, home buyers can qualify for $300 off their first month's mortgage payment by completing a free home loan consultation. Take advantage of DuPage Credit Union's low rates today. To schedule a free consultation or to apply, call 800-323-2611 or visit DuPageCU.com. That's DuPageCU.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 445096. By member's choice, this financial institution is not federally insured. Members' deposits are privately insured up to $250,000 per account through American Share Insurance. DuPage Credit Union. Banking Inspired.